This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. As you listen to God's servant, Reverend Dr. Tunde Balanta, we trust that God's word will work wonders in your life. This morning we started in the first service looking at uh, Exodus. Um, And we are just going to go back to it again. Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, I shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you. They shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Very good question. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Our, Our message this morning is I am that I am, or the I am. Well, a name speaks of your heritage, your character, your destiny. Abraham's name was changed to, from Abraham to Abraham, father of many nations. Benjamin, son of my right hand, they wanted to name him after the affliction. We're going to call him Benoni, son of sorrow. The father said, no. So you see, friends, when God said to him, I am that I am, this word, or oh, I am who I am, uh, you know, this word you know, is a first person singular of the verb to be. For example, I can say, I am his father, I'm his uncle, I am walking to Sabo, I am, you know. But when he stands alone and you say, I am, he speaks of God as the self sufficient, self existent one who is always present. I am that I am speaks of God as the self-sufficient, self-existent one who is always present. Of course, we remember the situation with Moses was that Moses had killed a man 40 years earlier and had to run as a fugitive. Every, Every step he took branded him a murderer. And God came to him and said, I'm sending you back to where you came from. And so many things happened. And he said, who do I say has sent me? You see, friends, that word I am simply means I'm self-existent. Nobody made me. I'm self-sufficient. I don't need generator. I don't need help from anybody. So when I'm sending you, it can be done. I'm the ever-present one. I want to say to you this morning, like Moses, you might have been looking at your situation. I mean, God was saying to Moses, look, I saw that you were born at the wrong time. You know, sometimes when we go through challenging times in our lives, we suddenly think that God does not know where we came from. Psalm 139 says, all your days were written in his book before they ever came. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you this morning? So can you imagine 40 years of your life 
This is a guy that grew up in the palace. Please imagine 40 years of your life in the desert. You are tending your father-in-law's flock. 40 years of your life. How many of you know that for, add 40 to your life now? How old will you be? So if you don't even want to imagine it. Someone say, I already be in heaven. Of course. But this guy had spent 40 years, he had a vision. Somebody say he had a vision. But he wanted to bring that vision to pass. There was something in him about being a deliverer. That when he saw, you know, somebody attacking his uh, tribesman, he killed the guy. Always wanted to fulfill a vision in his life. But you know, sometimes in trying to fulfill a vision in our lives, we get some injuries. This was a massive injury. It was not a small injury. It was so bad that he had to run as a fugitive. May God not allow you to be a fugitive. When they say they are looking for you, my brother, it's not easy. Oh. They say, police, they find person. When, when you hear Paul, <laughs> you will run like this. Before they say least, you have entered ground. It's like people who are living abroad without paper. Some of those your people, they are going through hell. They only walk in the night. Night job. They live in this house for one month. They say they are coming, they move to another house. In some churches, if police should enter, everybody will run. <laughs> That's happened before. Because most people don't have paper. But you have paper. <laughs> you have the paper of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you can imagine this guy forgot to tell him, go and face the same police looking for you. He said, God, what will I say? Who sent me? <laughs> he said, I'm the self-sufficient one. You see, every problem in your life, every pharaoh, every ugly situation in your life, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a situation, is sustained by something. Is sustained by someone. God said, I'm the self-sufficient one. I have no father, I have no mother, I have no beginning, I have no ending. Pharaoh has a lifespan. But me that I'm sending you, I have no lifespan. For Pharaoh to wake up in the morning, I must give him air to breathe. I'm the one sending you. That's the meaning of I am that I am. I'm the self-sufficient one. I saw you as a baby. I saw when Pharaoh made that law that boys should not be born. Sometimes you think you are born in the wrong season. I was there when they made that law, but I allowed you to be born. I was there when your mother put you on a basket. I was there when the crocodile swam towards you. I wanted to eat you, but I said, crocodile, your mouth cannot close. Sometimes when we go through things, we forget the faithfulness of God for yesterday. I want to say to a child of God, if he had not been faithful, you will not be here today. It's of his mercy that you are not consumed. Hallelujah to Jesus. So when he was saying, I am that I am, he said, listen, I'm always present. In my personal life, sometimes when I'm going through something, I will hear that audible voice of the Holy Ghost saying to me, I am. He said, this is your problem. has a lifespan. It has origin. Me that I'm with you, I am. Nobody created me. Nobody can kill me. Self-sufficient one. I am the self sufficient one hallelujah to Jesus 
He said, I knew when Miriam was waiting and watching her little brother that crocodiles would not kill or some, some, some uh, Pharaoh's uh, men would not come and grab this Hebrew boy and kill him. I, I sent my angel to watch you that time. I am. I saw you when you were crying. I am. I saw you. I saw you. I saw you. When they went and called your mother and Pharaoh's daughter said, take care of this boy for me. Bring him later. I was there. When you grew up in the palace of Pharaoh as a Hebrew boy, learned in all the wisdom of Egypt, I organized that too. I made them to pay your school fees even though they meant to kill you. I allowed your enemy to train you. I was there. Is there somebody in this house today who can look back at their life, even in the dark period of their life? Is there somebody who can testify that if not for God, if not for the I am who was with me through that storm, I won't be here today? Is there a child of God who can, oh my God, who can testify that all my life he has been faithful? If God has not been on my side, I will not be here today. Is there somebody who can lift their head and say, Daddy, I am grateful. I am grateful for your mercy. The enemy meant to destroy me, but what he planned for evil, you have turned it for good. Wave your hand and give him a shout of hallelujah in the house of the Lord today. Please be seated. This is the I am we are talking about. I am the self-sufficient one. You know, there are so many things about this I am. And in the season we are right now, all over the land, you need to understand that the person who is with you is bigger. Someone say, well, they are spoiling my name. Uh, how can somebody spoil your name when the I am is with you? Acts 7, 21 to 20, 20, uh, 31 tells more about his life. Psalm 18, verse 29 says, for by thee I have run through a troop, and by, by my God I have lived over a wall. Psalm 22, 28, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. Hallelujah. He's saying to you, they may not want to recognize me, but I am there, and if I'm with you, I'm going to step into that situation. The self-sufficient, omnipotent one quickens the dead. The self-sufficient, omnipotent one quickens the dead. Ah, he quickens the dead. He quickens the dead. John 11, verse 21 to 26. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Sometimes your vision seemed to die. As far as Moses was concerned, the vision was dead. Sometimes you look at things in life and say, God, will this ever happen? Will it ever happen? Verse 22, John eleven twenty two. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am. I am. I am. I am. The resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou these, help me put up verse 27. 
27. She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. You see, she was having a bit of a struggle. Hallelujah. He said, I know my brother will, will rise on the last day. Some of the situations in our life were saying, To! To! bongo. My back is against the wall, daddy. I don't even know how you are going to do it. You may be down and feel like God has somehow forgotten that you are faced with circumstances you cannot get through. Right now it seems there's no way out you're going under. God's proven time and time again. He'll take care of you. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. Take a look at where you are now and where you have been. He's always come through for He's the same now as death. You may not know how This was a terrible catastrophe. Jesus loved Lazarus. Mary and Martha, they loved Lazarus. And Lazarus died. And when they sent Jesus an SMS message, when they sent him an email, the secretary delivered the mail. And Jesus said, let's stay here a little longer. What kind of a person is that? Easy I am. Sometimes you have called on God and said, ah, God, oh yeah now. God just do. <laughs> Four days later, Jesus came. Some of you feel like that now, that Daddy. <laughs> you should have answered this prayer, Tinifa. You took time for. Jesus said, Go and open. He said, ah. he said, Jesus, don't you understand? The man is smelling. These cops. We can bring a corpse that is not that bad. But this one. Is, your, is already smelling. The case is bad. What did you just say? I am the resurrection. I am the self-sufficient one, self-existent one who is always present. And though this case is bad, I am has come. Oh, I want to announce to you the I am is visiting your house. This will be a week of visitation for your house. This will be a week of demonstration for your house. The story may look impossible, but the I am has stepped into your situation. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. Please sit down. He said, open the grave. I expect Jesus to pray one Pentecostal prayer. <laughs> I expect him to be shouting and shaking. 
Lazarus come forth. In fact, before he said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. But for the sake of this, my friends, Lazarus comfort. The self-existent one. The self-sufficient one. The one who is always present in the crisis of our lives. He had to qualify and say Lazarus. If he had not said Lazarus, every dead person in that community would have come out of their grave. So you are healed. You are delivered by the power of God. Come forth. In the, in the situation we found ourselves today, child of God, you must never believe that you are alone. He said, I am the self-sufficient one. I don't need generator. You know some people, even your power is not self-sufficient. Your water is not self-sufficient. That's why you need borehole. And even if you get out, you need sea and river. When, oh, my, my, my. If you need a river, Jesus will come and say, I am the river. If they take light, Nepal takes electricity. Jesus will say, I am the light. If somebody dies, he say, I am the resurrection. If you need to be fed with the word of God, say, I am the bread of life. Everything you need, he is the I am. I am the husband of the widow. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the I am that I am. Who is backing you up? Who is working with you? Let me tell you my primary school story before I take the next point. In our primary school, I was one of those small, small boys who enter school too quick. You know those kind of boys? Everybody's always trying to knock your head, take your biscuits. Even the girls want to show you that they are bigger than you. <laughs> Give me that biscuit, small boy. And the boys were always dealing with me. Kai. Then one boy from my hometown came to a town and he was a big boy. Sports, he can run. Hundred, all the races, they run. Very popular. Guests liked him. Because 100 meters, he would take first position. 200 meters, he would take. The one way going, he would take. But with the teacher for class, two plus two is four. <laughs> <laughs> so me and him, we made a deal. Me, I'll be helping you. When they want to take my biscuits, you will be helping me. <laughs> we will read together. When we want to go outside, I will just stay near him. The guy became my I am. <laughs> we will just work out together. If I sometimes I will look for trouble purposely. When the guy is around me, I will just hit somebody. If somebody has disturbed me for I say, well, let's go, I'll just hit the person. The person would like to retaliate. When they see that guy, say, hmm. <laughs> And that boy became famous. Because there was one bully in our school. He will beat anybody. You know there are some boys like this. This guy came, carried him up like this boy. From that day, the guy became everybody. I made him my friend quickly. Because our parents go to the same church. I know your father. I said, yes, me too. <laughs> so there's an I am that is going with you. 
Moses said, my reputation is destroyed, okay? A fugitive to go back to Pharaoh. Which grammar do I want to speak? Or is it Joseph that they accuse of rape? You know, if they accuse you of rape, you're not finished. Oh. True or false, you're finished. But God said, I've not finished with you. What he has written in your book, no eraser can remove it. They refuse to like you, now they have a problem. You know one scripture that used to throw me? The Pharaoh he was afraid of, if you read that, the whole chapter, he said, and I will make you a god unto Pharaoh. Uh -uh. This is a king that he was afraid of. But he said, when I back you up, you now become a god to the man you are afraid of. When the I am backs you up, you become a god to your oppressor. Yes, you know some big men will see they will do like this because they think what you carry past their own. You say, now which one? you could do like this? Because you cannot wish God. A God that cannot die, that was not created, somehow brought his divine blood to deliver you from the hands of things he created. How can those things he created now kill God? That's why the blood is so powerful. May God give us revelation. Let's look at something else here. Hallelujah. Lazarus, come forth. There is no place for argument. When he talks, <laughs> demons will tremble at his presence. They will tremble at his word. Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. And when I saw him, that's John, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. The grammar self is confusing. Who was, who is, who is to come? Before Abraham was, I am. See, you are not up to 50 years old. How can you be before Abraham was? I'm the pre existent one, self existent one. I am he that liveth and was dead. <laughs> and behold, I'm alive for what? Evermore. And I have the keys of hell and death. Oh, yes. Glory to God. So many things on our plate. Let's take, um, let's take this one. Hebrews 1, 10 to 12. And thou, Lord, Hebrews 1, 10 to 12. And thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, <laughs> but thou remainest. They shall wax old as thou a garment, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and their years shall not fail. In normal language, he know the old. He's an ageless one. He's the ancient of days who is ageless. You know, one of the things that are renewed, and the point I'm making is that... Um, the self-existent one 
He's self-sustaining. Hallelujah. If you leave this for a long time, after some time, except you renew it, weather will start affecting it, even if you keep it inside. And in this part of the world, even dust, Abi, everything that is made has to be renewed somehow. But God remains the same. It's even difficult to fathom. He remains the same. No economy threatens him. Nobody can, can put him down. No enemy can finish him. He's self-sustaining. And I want to say to you, the Bible says of Moses, let me give you the scripture, Deuteronomy 34, 7. And Moses was 100 years and 20 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. I want to say to you, God will sustain you. He will sustain your body. Moses at 120 did not need any glasses. His teeth was complete. I mean, it was like, it was as strong as it was in his youth. Because the presence of God was, he spent time in the presence of God. I want to say God is going to renew your youth like the eagle. Isaiah 40, verse 28, has thou not heard? Has thou not known that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary, and there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth, they shall run, and they shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall what? Renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I want to say in this season, people will look at you and say, brother, you just did fresh. Sister, you just did fresh. With everything, ah, 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 you did this Nigeria so, you did this Kaduna so, why are you fresh like this? It will be the glory of God. It will be the presence of God. The more you spend time in his presence, the more he renews you. You see, when there's inner joy and inner glory and inner beauty, it will come out on your body. You may be wearing a simple Ankara, but even the way you are wearing it, there's a glory that is, that is coming out of the Ankara. It's not the Ankara glory. It's the glory on the inside. You say, ah, ah. So there will just be something about you that... Ah. It's the same material you are wearing with your neighbor. But when he looks at you, you say, ah, this is your own material. It's the same. In fact, your equipment, in fact, your own myself, is bent down. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean by bent down? <laughs> Some of you don't know the meaning of bent down. <laughs> We are just pretending in church. <laughs> but the glory of God will transform you. Somebody hearing God today, God is going to renew your strength. In this time and season, your inner strength will be renewed because the I am, the one that doesn't get old, the one that cannot die, is living on your inside. You know, there are different types of ATM cards. Huh? If somebody has good money in his ATM, you have 50,000, he has 5 million. You know, there's, there's level for. <laughs> you, you know, when your own reach that 50, when they put 5,500, this card will be declined. You see, there's not. What's in there happen to this card, man? 
you try to, you'll be getting one kind of message, one error message you'll be coming. But another person that has five million, even if you put 500,000, the thing will just come out. The one that is sustaining you, there's no amount of zero you want to add behind that need that you cannot meet. Abraham said, God will provide for himself a sacrifice. He said, I don't know how God is going to fix this. You know, some people think, let me tell you, some people think your problem is big, man. Even the rich also cry. I've prayed with all category of people. The poor, the not so poor, <laughs> The middle class, the rich, the not so rich, members of parliaments, governors, everybody has their own problem. You think you have a problem? No, I say, when I get to that level, our money is beginning to flow. That level too gets your own problem. Because you are spending 500,000, now you are spending 50 million. Well, God. You press the team, press the team. <laughs> when those people bring their prayer requests, somebody was praying. <laughs> Two people were praying to God. Somebody had a need of 20,000. Somebody had a need of 20 million. So the man who had a need of 20 million, he had the man who had 20,000. He said, Stop disturbing God with your prayer. <laughs> Let me just give you 20,000 so that God can pay attention to me. I have 20 million problems. <laughs> God can handle 20,000 Nara requests, 2,000 Nara requests, 2 Nara requests, 20 Kobo requests. Is there anything lower than 20 Kobo? And 200 million Nara requests. But the thing is, every time God promotes you, there will be something bigger you have to face. It's just because you don't know what your neighbor is going through. Is that 100,000 making you to go crazy? Ask your neighbor. In the loop for 50 million. Another one, they look for 500 million. Another one, they look for 1 billion. And yet you are fighting with God. Father, it's the same faith that will produce both. When the favor of God is upon you, Abraham, I, I will go to another point, but Abraham got to a point in that story. Genesis 22, we don't have time to look at it. He got to a place in that story. When God said, go and bring your best to me. Ah! God asked me for 1,000 cattle, 1 million cattle, I will bring it. But this boy, we see when, before this boy come out. If you don't know the meaning of when, that means we, we went through crisis, we went through trouble before we gave birth to this Isaac. My body died, my wife's body died, we lost hope. And here's this boy, is that the only thing you can ask for? He got there. As we were going, the boy said, Daddy, we've been making sacrifice for a long time. We used to take something from the house. We take fire, we take this, we take that. We put the wood on the boy's head. Then told the people, uh, you guys, you wait here. I and my son will go and worship and come back. When you go and worship God, you must come back. You must come back. He said, we are going to worship, but we are coming back. He knew that, you see, Abun Yaga Gereshi, the thing, the thing, it was too much. It, it was like, ah, ah. but God, the self-sufficient, self-existent, always present one. 
when he laid that boy on the altar took the knife God said don't touch him there was a ram that was arrested I'm speaking divine provision into somebody's life this day I am speaking divine provision into somebody's life this week I am saying by faith that the self-sufficient one is going to meet your need over and above that situation he's going to turn it around in the name of Jesus I believe it for myself you know there are angels here this morning open your mouth and talk Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your angels go and mention what you want the angel to do. Open your mouth quickly, one minute. Father, in the name of Jesus, there are angels here. I'm saying it because I know it. Say what you want. Let your angels go for me and help me with this situation. There are things we cannot do, but God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think. Listen to me, they are saying there's no money. But you know what? Abraham will have given anything for that boy. What you, what you need may not even seem physically available. I don't know where God got that ram, and I don't care. And Abraham did not care. The important thing is that he didn't have to kill that boy. But he believed him if he killed him, God will raise him up because he's the self-sufficient one. Moses' dream had died until God showed up. I want to declare over you that everything died. There will be a resurrection of your business in the name of Jesus. Your marriage dream will come to pass in the name of Jesus. There is a baby kicking in your womb in the name of Jesus. I went to dedicate Goningora Church some years ago. As I got in, the Lord said, everybody who is trusting God for the fruit of the womb, seven women came out. Within one year, the seven of them gave birth. I don't know how to do that. But when the self-sufficient one steps into your matter, he doesn't care even if they've removed your womb or they say your ovaries are dead. Abraham's own was, his body was dead. His wife's body was dead. And God still produced a miracle. He's the self-sufficient one. He will give you a miracle in the name of Jesus. Please sit down, please sit down. Glory to God. He's going to meet you. You know, I, I don't know how many times I've had this I am in my heart. Every time I come to a crossroad, I will hear it loud inside me. I am. And I know the meaning. He simply says, hey, my son, calm down. I am here. You know when, when electricity goes? Eh? Children, they used to say there are, what do they call um, um, ghosts. But once the child can hold his father's hand or the mother's hand, he's not afraid of ghosts again. Jesus is holding your hand in this season. Yeah. Financial ghosts will not swallow you. Yeah. Ghosts of fear will not swallow you. Yeah. Ghosts of terror will not destroy you. In the first service, I gave an illustration. I don't know if my people are still here to help me. 
It will bless you too. But while they are, if they are here, I need two guys to help me in this one. Um, then I think I have two more thoughts, and then I'll let you go. Glory to God. I had a vision Saturday morning. Come closer, come to the middle so that people can see you. You are good where you are. Uh, Doctor, if I move back a bit. I had this vision. In the vision, I just saw someone throw the ball. And I saw the other person catch the ball. And I said, ah, which kind of vision be this? I'm not playing ball now. But I immediately understood that vision. You know, sometimes in life, you feel like a ball that was thrown. If you throw ball, nobody to catch it, there's a problem. I want you to throw that ball to him. That's a good catch. Can you move back a bit? Can you, can you, can you see the catch? <laughs> throw again. What happens to a ball? Throw again. When that ball is going through the air, not in the whole arm. And God was making me to see two things. That when you feel that life has thrown you like this, the I am was there before that ball was thrown. The I am is there when that ball is in, in transit. The I am is still there when that ball... Can you throw one more time? He's there when that ball goes up and it feels like you're about to fall down. Throw again, my brother. Sometimes you feel life is throwing you like that. Throw one more time. Number two is that when this guy throws the care on God, you turn around now, just walk away. That's your problem. It's gone. That's your problem. It's gone. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares on him. Please give them a hand as they take their seat this morning. Do you understand what I'm saying to you this morning? Don't let the devil make you feel that this is your God. Wait in self. You follow him. Wait till you see. I'm telling you, when that ball is thrown, he's the one that helps you to get to the other side. There's no time he is not there. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not make you feel nobody cares. In every stage of your life, he's there. Don't let any spirit come and tell you. Look at how long it has taken. When is this your God going to show up? Every time life throws you, God carries you to the other side. And every time you give him that need, he takes care of it. Let's see. Let, let's see. Whatever I don't finish today, I'll finish next week. But let me just throw one more thing in. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do I say finally or not finally? His word is sufficient because he is the word. And he upholds all things by the word of his power. His word is sufficient because he is the word. And he upholds all things by the word of his power. The centurion, I think it's Romans 8, 8 to 10, said, I'm a man under authority. And I said to this one, go it, and he go it. And so this one, come it, and he come it. He says, speak the word only. Romans 8, 8 to 10. Uh, sorry, Matthew 8, 8 to 10. Speak the word only. Matthew 8, 8 to 10. 
and my servant shall be healed. Hebrews 1.3. The Bible says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power. Everything, the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything in the sea, on the land, even we ourselves, we are upheld by the word of his power. The Bible says, John 1, 1 to 3, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Jesus is the word of God, spoken. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4, 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Isaiah 50, 10. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and body, and it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be, that went forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Malachi 3, 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, are not consumed. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. You see, people can change their mind. They, say, they can change their mind. But God says, I'm not changing my mind concerning you. Isaiah 40, 25. To whom then will ye liken me? Isaiah 40, 25. Or shall I be equal, said the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who had created these things that bringeth out their hosts by number. He called them all by names and by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one of them faileth. Why says thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed from my God? He upholds all things by the word of his power. So when God says it, you see, when God says it, his life has been released. Jesus is the word. And when you are holding on to the word of God, that word is sufficient to give you that miracle. I didn't get any amen. If I said God is self-sufficient, you say, okay. But do you know his word too is self-sufficient? It says, Isaiah 55, 10 to 11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me. Verse 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17 says, um, Every scripture comes by the inspiration of God. The Greek says, is God breathed. That means it comes from the breath of God. What has he said to you? What has he said in his word? If he has said it, it shall be fulfilled. I said, if he has said it, it shall be fulfilled. He said, he, he called their host by number. He said, none of them fail it. You can look at the stars that you see. Look at them. Some of, the, some of these stars are, are many light years away from here. I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, bore you with all the numbers. Many light years away from here. Innumerable, uncountable. He spoke them. He spoke them. I'm praying for you this morning that, and also for myself, that we will not make the mistake 
that we will not make the mistake as human beings of, of bringing God into this little, even your brain cannot fathom certain things about God. God in his world, in, 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 that, in that realm, they talk about light years to measure distance. I don't want to bore you with that, but I mean, <laughs> he, he lives in a dimension that we cannot even understand. He was here before the world began. He is here now. He will be here when it ends. And he said, I am with you. He said, I have healed you. I have borne your disease on the cross. That your back is being healed now by the power of God. Amen. I just saw a back being touched by the power of God. Amen. If I say anything that has to do with you, you need to at least identify somehow. Maybe you raise your hand or something. Or Yes, the power of God. I just saw a back. Pam! He doesn't take him time. He just said, Lazarus, come forth. I'd like you to stand this morning. I want to pray. I want to pray. He upholds all things by the word of his power. And that word is enough this morning. I'd like you to bring that need before the Lord, the one that is bothering you, the one that was waking you up at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m., at 4 a.m., that, that need that didn't allow you to sleep last night or that has been bothering your mind. Come and say, Father, you see the way we threw that ball? The last one. We threw it and he walked away with it. Self-sufficient one, self-existent one, the one who is ever present, I'm throwing this need to you right now. Now begin to cast your care. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares, the Amplified Translation, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all upon him, for he cared for you. I hear in the Spirit of God a big order, a new order. It's a business order. It's coming to somebody in this house. As we go into this week, a big order a new order. Order. That means somebody is ordering something. Please receive it if it's you. And if you are believing for something like that. Another picture I'm seeing here as I stand. They are dusting what looks like a certificate. Promotion is due. They are dusting a certificate like this. In an office. There's a lot of um, dust on it. And they are dusting it. I believe there's a promotion due somebody and the God of heaven is about to vindicate you. He's about to do the impossible in your life. Lift your hands with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing to every, every human body here. From your knees to your back to your abdomen, whatever is not right, let the power of God come and heal you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your miracle. I thank you for financial miracle. I thank you because you are the I am, you are with, with us, and your blood, your everlasting blood, the blood of your son surrounds us as we go forth this week. Terror is far from us. Destruction is far from us. Poverty and fear, they are far from us. Every plan of the enemy we cancel in the name of Jesus. I see a man in a hospital. I speak healing to your body. I speak healing to your appendix. I speak healing to your body. Be quickened, be healed in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God consume the work of the enemy. You will live and not die. 
You will declare the word of the Lord because your assignment is not over. So I bind that spirit of fear. I cancel it out in the name of Jesus. Our daddy, we thank you once again. Can we say three hallelujahs of praise to the Lord? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Please stand for one minute. One second. One minute. God just whispered to me. You need to rededicate your life to Jesus. You're a backslider. You are not where you should be with God. Just raise your hand and everybody pray this prayer. Raise that hand. Everybody pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died for my sins was raised again for my freedom. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Make me a new person in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's message. We know you were blessed. You can reach us through the following platforms. Restoration Ministries International on Facebook and Instagram. RBCM Online on Twitter, YouTube, and Mixella. Visit our website, www.rbcmonline.org or Restoration Close, Romeo Extension, Kaduna, Nigeria, 